You know I miss that song. I ain't gonna lie to you. I miss hearing that 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 that, that good jingle from uh Brother Bobby. Bobby! <laughs> y'all do this every time. Y'all act like y'all don't know how to do a show. You start off with some bullshit every time. Acknowledge it then. Just be letting me be out on the ledge by myself looking just. That's us acknowledging it. Nothing to be more than out on the ledge with them episodes you did by yourself, bro. That was so funny. Hey, man, hey, I held, I held the game down. That was so funny. Bro. I held I the block. Game. The first episode, first episode was like 4th of July where I just didn't come. He just said, fuck it, go do a show. And I, I didn't play on it. And I'm just like. <laughs> but that is my favorite part. <laughs> I hell. You tell a joke and it get quiet. <laughs> what do you want to go laugh? It's just you in the building. You gotta get a soundboard, man. <laughs> dude, told, dude told a joke and he just stopped. <laughs> I was laughing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying my comedic delivery. It got so quiet. This shit funny as fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, obviously, you can tell that this is the Back of the Class podcast. I am the Electric Field. I'm Beast Moldy. Why do we have to introduce ourselves every fucking time? Because everybody don't know who we are. And it's not like we have a video that we can just put it down at the bottom so we don't have to introduce ourselves. Why don't we have a video? You gonna pull out your phone and record us? No. Beast, you gonna pull out your phone and record us? Or you gonna keep swiping on plenty of fish? Wow, why don't you put your mans out there like that? Y'all can't put him on blast by that. One, he don't use plenty of fish. And He's a wholesome individual. Oh, that's what we're doing? What are you talking about? I didn't know I opened the lids off Pike. What? It's a whole lot of capping right now. I didn't know we had opened the lids off Pike. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just saying. Space Jam, right? <laughs> We've been over this. I'm just texting, doing my being wholesome. You know what I'm saying? You know. How dare you? How dare you? Introduce yourself. They know who I am. Not if I cut your audio off. Wow. Yeah, we do not have the technology to do that. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I bring something, it's just so tight. It's like, no, it's not how it works. It's really not. I just cut you off like John John did Jack. Just, ah, I ain't gotta let you talk. I, guess I ain't gotta let you talk. But uh, I. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Anyways, how y'all been, man? I've been alright, man. We've been good. We missed the week. It was, it was a little hectic. We tried to record for last week, but. We had just gotten back into town. We were still, you know, a little groggy. Then we had some technical issues, and by the time it was all said and done, it was it was, it was a wrap. Pretty much, bro. <laughs> and it was a wrap because we did a whole like forty five minutes for one show. Audio got corrupted. We did another show. The mic messed up. By that time, it was like you know what? Let's just relax, recuperate, recuperate. You know, let things you know. Let's let everybody's energy get back up. And so we brought it back. So, everybody's energy up to park. Of course. Everybody fighting around all cylinders. I'm ready. 
You ready? Why did you get so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if, if niggas ready, why are you so So who will introduce the topic? Or we just gonna keep saying looking at each other? Tiffany Haddish brought fried chicken to the Met Gala. What's the deal? What is the Met Gala? <laughs> we'll do a stand up comic or something. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Well, no, like, well, look. I don't know what exactly the Met Gala is. I don't know if it's some fashion shit, just to show shit. I don't know what it is exactly. But it's a fancy ass thing people go to. Is that fancy though? Because they just, everybody look like this in a costume contest. Bro, it, the Met Gala is nothing but a bunch of motherfuckers and a bunch of ugly ass clothes we can't afford. That's all. No, no, no. I can afford for. the Kanye fit. <sighs> you uh, probably can't. <laughs> you can't. It may look like you can. That was a, that was a Dickies Walmart jacket. What is y'all talking about? Frank Ocean looked like security. Yeah, he probably bitch. got from Nina Marcus for like twelve hundred or something. I wish I would spend twelve hundred on the Dickies jacket. Hey, they do shit like that. They really do. It's like, and it's not even the event itself. I don't give a fuck about the event. Like you got to present yourself a certain way. But I mean, we there's already been talks of you know Tiffany Haddish kind of chucking and jiving. Ain't no kind of. Whenever she was going on her first like little run for. Her, or oh, like the last black unicorn. Talking about at every press junket, at every event, all she all she was, she ready. That's a catchphrase. You know, when it, when it's your catchphrase, you don't have to blurt it out every time you say it. Like it was well, in how, every. How else will she say it, right? What's she, what's she gonna? She ready. No, no, you establish it and like one interview, she but you don't have to ready. like do it all the time throughout the entire. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but you don't have to do it throughout the entire interview. Like Larry the Cable Guy done go uh done do uh get her done. They end up getting done the entire interview. I, I see what you're saying. She, I mean, she was like yada yada yada. She ready. She ready. Yeah, okay. Kinda like me goes okay. on Breakfast Club. Niggas just try to answer questions with that way. It's not a fucking answer. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that way. Alright. And so, but my thing is like, it's like, okay, like, I don't want to assume she's just chucking that job, but it, it's been kind of bad. She already only played one role, and now you talking about Tiffany Hatch. Oh yeah, she had girls trip. She did actually ain't gonna lie. So in the last OG, she actually did all right. No what? I, last, I actually like that show. The she last OG was she, it's a TV, it's a series with it, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, on TV. I ain't watching. It. It's actually good. But it's like that's that's cool. I don't want no one to like not be themselves with fried chicken in a plastic bag handed it out at the Met Gala. See, when you initially told me about this, I thought she was just there eating it. She had fried chicken. She brought from home in a plastic bag, though. In a plastic bag, like she had just left the church cookout. <laughs> was she selling it? <laughs> that would have made it so much worse. It really would. <laughs> Now what it is like so I I don't know nothing about the Met Gala I don't know nothing about no camp attire I don't know nothing about that what I do well all I know is that uh, the Met Gala is like a, a fundraiser event for the museum of some sort and so what I've been told is that at these events ain't no real eating going on it's like fru 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 whatnot it's, it's drinking also and it's like ten thousand to play ten thousand to play why am I paying ten thousand to play when I can pay twelve ninety nine for a ten piece. Man, look at rallies for three dollars and fifty cents. I can get two chicken sandwiches. 
a 16-ounce drink, and some fries. Crazy, that's just so much food for so cheap. I'm going to eat it, but they, I feel bad. They slick trying to kill us. <laughs> Ain't no slick so you about get, You can get 30 nuggets from Burger King for like $2. You get 100 nuggets. <laughs> you get 100 nuggets from Burger King for like eleven fifty. That's not good, bro. It's really not. Yeah. I can't get eleven fifty and get a hundred pounds of wings. No, bro. I can't take that same five dollars that you got to go to Brother Riley's for the two for, for the for the three dollar bill, whatever, and get that at the store. The bread alone a dollar fifty. What kind of bread did you get? Oh no, I get the if I'm gonna get some bread, I'm gonna spend some money on some bread. Get that Hawaiian roll bread. Not the rolls, they make sandwich slices. No, uppity nigga. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, y'all don't get no uppity bread. Do we y'all get the bread? Sara Lee artisano. Say that again. Sara Lee artisano. Artisano. Okay. We're <laughs> getting the bread with the cinnamon swirl in <laughs> <laughs> And you got the nerve to talk about me. <laughs> Artisano. I'm trying to make some fancy ass toast. Fancy ham and cheese. <laughs> Where's the great poupon? <laughs> anyway, like, do y'all know, has anybody, do y'all know what the Mega is? Nope. Not exactly. I just know. I mean, I explained what I knew about it. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like, you know, it's like, I, I know exactly what you do there. I just know people wear. Whack ass stuff up there, and it's just it never makes sense. Like, I, I get it's a theme, so you, you dress to the theme, but like, Katy Perry can't dress as a chandelier, your man can't dress as like half man, half woman. And then, like, some blood, I don't know, I don't know the brother's name, but the brother came through with like the Egyptian thing. Did y'all see that? You know, French Montana, no, not French Montana, it's like James Porter or something like that. Black dude came with like six black dudes carrying him on a uh, on a chair, and he got off the chair and like a whole you know bust you know a whole gold outfit with gold wings, dog, looking like the uh, looking like the wig dragon rock. Wow, wig rock. <laughs> he did, man. <laughs> he was just, and then stood there and did like pow pose. That's why I don't want to be famous. I just want to be rich. Yeah, when you get, when you get famous, everything you do is magnified. Like the stuff Aisha Curry said the other day. Yeah, she was well, I wanted to say she was wild. Like, I get it. What did she say? Uh, so Aisha basically said that she wants, you know, she feels self-conscious that she doesn't get, you know, hit on by men in public. And I mean, that's, that's the short skinny of it. Isn't that most women, though? They upset that they don't get hit on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was more to it than than just her not getting hit on in public. Well, I mean, it, it was she. It's she doesn't get hit on in public, and it makes her feel self conscious, like she's not attractive. That's that's what that's what it was. I didn't listen to the whole thing just because it was so everyone was blowing it so out of proportion. At the end of the day, she wants to feel attractive. Like she understands she's married. She has a beautiful marriage. She has, you know, little kids, you know, family. She has all that kind of stuff. But every now and then, everybody wants to feel wanted by someone else. Well, they want to feel appreciated by, you know, others. 
You know, I, I talk to a lot of people about the, the Aisha Curry thing and and most of them was just like, she married, she shouldn't be worried about this and that. And so I was like, okay, if you were married and your husband tell you you're pretty every day, you're going to start to feel like that's normal, right? Like he's supposed to feel that way. And he just saying that because he's your husband. All those women I asked that said yes. And I said, if a random guy stop you in, in the store and call you beautiful, aren't you going to feel good? Well, yeah. Okay, then. See, so, a lot of people who, who are upset about it, they have... A lot of them have trash relationships anyways. They, they, they get into relationships they become possessive and isolate themselves when they only are with that person. And they're like, they, I know other, they don't have friends of the opposite sex, so, and they don't interact with the opposite sex because they're in a relationship. If they don't, they, they, they lose the reality of, I'm still human, I still have, you know, human needs and emotions. They just get so tied up in, this is my man, I don't need nobody else, or this is my girl, I, I don't see nobody else type of stuff. And nowhere in that did she hint at even wanting another nigga. Like, everybody jumped out the window, all oh, she about to cheat on Steph. Why she feel that way if she got a loving husband, her, her husband rich and this and that. They don't know what's going on in that household. Dude is on the road. She just had a baby. She could be suffering from postpartum depression or anything. Mm -hmm. They don't know, but they all jumping down their throat on fucking social media about this shit. Like, they don't feel the same way. Like, and, and all again, women feel that way. I don't know why they on social media lying. So nobody takes anything on social media seriously. Like, nothing. That's why those memes were hilarious. Them on Easy Crack memes were so fucking funny. The memes were funny, but <coughs> it was getting to the point where it's like, you know, are y'all trolling or y'all do y'all really not get what she was saying? I think a lot of these people really didn't get what she was really saying. Yeah. I don't think they did either. Because they were so caught up in the fact that uh, she was speaking out about being wanted by someone else. And it wasn't like she wants, you know, again, like, like you said, it's not like she wants to go out and cheat. She just wants a random dude to, you know, politely say, you know, you, know, you, look, you look nice today. Because, again, when it's, when it, when... Words of affirmation come from those who are supposed to say it, like your husband, your family, your best friend, that kind of stuff. They have value, but they're not as valuable because these people love you and they're supposed to say that kind of stuff. In a long-term relationship, at some point, everybody, man or woman, want to feel like they still got it. Right? They just want to be a... That's why, you know, you know, dudes, you know, they get their fresh hair because they post a selfie. And they, you know... Of course, they got their girl at the house, or they got somebody that they talk to. They just, you know, they want to feel the likes. They want to, you know, they want to feel the appreciation. Because if that's the case, then we wouldn't use Instagram. Yeah. You know, they started to roll out uh, in Canada. They started to roll out this uh, algorithm to stop you from seeing your likes on Instagram. I heard about that. Really? Uh huh. If it start hiding your likes. Why? <sighs> Make them experience more authentic. Well, for one, it's a lot of things. Uh, I know for one, like, people are uh, experiencing anxiety and depression and all these other, these other, all these other uh, mental health issues because of social media. Like, people are, you, people, if you don't, if I don't get 100 likes by in, in 10 minutes, I'm going to delete the post. Or this post got 
six uh, six hundred likes, but this one got a thousand. Why this one didn't get a thousand? Or why people not in my comments? Or how do I have many just as many posts uh, likes as someone else? All that kind of stuff, and it's really starting to affect people's mental health. And so to alleviate that, you know, they want to start hiring likes. But people are doing that to themselves. You can't say that. How can I not say that? You can say it because it's true. But people, everybody wants to be included in everything. Everybody people. Why did you do that? Why did be- you do that? Because that's what every, that everybody's song is, a, is it literally encompasses this generation that we live in. Everybody wants to feel... Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants the attention. Everybody wants to feel like they're number one. When in reality is, you're not. That's what, you know, I, I really hate the, when people talk about black people, like, you know, back in Africa, we were all kings and queens. And, you know, we were all rulers. We were all, you know, all this, blah, blah, blah. Everybody can't be a king and a queen. Right. If everybody's a king and a queen, who's working? Right. And I was like, yeah, when I hear that, I'll be like, okay. But there's a lot of things, you know, before, you know, slavery that people be like, man, they didn't believe in no kind of religion back then, bro. The white man just said, God is this. So now everyone does this. I'm like. They do realize the Bible came from the Middle East and Africa, right? They don't want to talk about that. <laughs> they, but but do people not, that's what I don't, people do know that, right? The Bible is from the Middle East. It's from, where is Egypt? Look, man. It's like, they don't, that's the thing, like, not to get on my hard work about Christianity, but they're like, bro, I hate when people are extreme about anything. Just anything, because it's just annoying. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. If you're a Christian, you don't need to go around saying everyone's going to hell for this and that and that. But if you don't believe, you don't need to go around being like, Bro, you going to church? Are you stupid? You think a white man's going to come down here? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I mean, nowhere in, first of all, as a Christian, nowhere in the Bible does it say that Jesus is white. Let's get that out of the way. Second of all, everybody in the Bible is black and brown. Everybody. Because the Bible is based in the Middle East. Egypt, Jerusalem, uh, all that. Northern Africa, Middle East area. Even in the Bible, it says Jesus had skin of bronze, hair of wool. But this is my thing, though. On top of that, what what does being a Christian really stop you from? Be good to people? And maybe you, you go to heaven there? What's the big deal? It's like, you're going to spend your life not doing bad things because you think the afterlife is going to punish you for it? Maybe you just don't want to do bad things. Like, I'm, you know, even science, like, people, people want to argue, like, science versus religion. Even science backs up a lot of religion. Like, you know, in Christianity, they say, you know, you know, you should abstain from sex until you get married. You know, and then science essentially, quote, unquote, says the same thing. Where it says that you shouldn't have multiple sex partners throughout your life because you run the risk of contracting STDs. You become physically, mentally, and emotionally attached to every, attached to every person you have sex with. Like, it's something, you know, the way you have sex is, you know, detrimental to your health. So, science even says you should limit your sex partners. For one, that, that, 
Ain't no pastor gonna sit up in a pulpit and preach to me about abstinence and purity and all of this bullshit and being celibate and all this when he knocking off all the little holes in the church. No. No, I get it. I mean, there are people who abuse their, their position in leadership when it comes to the church. Like, I'd be a fool to not acknowledge that. But to me, when I see when I when I think about the Bible, I don't see it as like this this concrete. You know, this is how life is supposed to be. I see it as a guidebook. Like we all we all play like you play Final Fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. And when you play Final Fantasy, you easily throw the disc in and just start playing. Mm-hmm. Or you can go spend the twenty dollars at Walmart and get the and get the book and play you use the book as a, to help you play. Either way, you're gonna get to the end of the game. Right. That's how that's how I view the Bible. I can live my life without Christianity, without the Bible, and I'm, I'm more than likely I, sh- I should make it to the end. I use the Bible as a guidebook as a way to help me move through life a little easier. Thou shalt, thou shalt not get drunk. That means I don't get a DUI. That means I don't make a fool of myself. That means you know I don't make bad decisions. I don't get a me too situation. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 if people stop looking at the Bible as like something you have, like first of all, we in America, we don't have to use Christianity. You don't have to do it. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> and, again, you don't have to do anything, but not but like in some countries you have to like. If you're born in in some some of the Middle East, you have like you're born a Muslim. Like this is your religion because you were born here. This this is the society we in. This is what you're doing. In America, we don't have that. And even in Christianity, it, you know, we have free will. It's up to you to believe or not. And my problem is Christian, certain Christians try to force their beliefs on the people. They try to force people into living their lifestyle. Yeah, it, it's some things that come along with being a Christian that they try to make it seem like you have no choice but to do certain things. Or you're going to hell. Like what? Like paying time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's like I, I can't be blessed and unless I give my money to the church. You can be. I think it's just one of uh, to me tithing is one of those things as a Christian that uh, I guess I guess um, submits your faith mm-hmm. in, into a like it's like a, to me like being a Christian is like being a part of a like a country club, you once you once you're a Christian, you're part of a club. You can do whatever, but if you do like you know you come every Sunday, like you do certain stuff, you just make it seem like you're more part of the club. Like if you go like the country club, ha, ah, Christian is like a country club. You join a country club, you know you're in there. Then a country club has guidelines and you know certain rules and stipulations. And the more you follow those guidelines and stipulations, the more you shine as a country club member. You still a country club member. You just you look you look better to other Christians. Oh, okay, so so basically, you gonna be blessed. But if if you put your money in the church, you are gonna be blessed more. That's essentially what you just said. I mean, yeah. But how do you feel? Like, how do you feel that way? That's just my faith. Now I can't tell you how to have your faith. It's my faith. 
So you give tithes for premium Christianity or like what? Like it's like what is this a subscription or something like? Mm -hmm. So it, it's <clears throat> it's just a a lifestyle that I that I choose to live. So when it comes to the Bible, there are certain things that you know they say you do this, you reap the benefit more. So when you give your tithe, you know God says that He will open the floodgates for you. Now if your church that you go to, you don't trust the, the pastor and he's going to do right by the money, maybe you should get a different church. Because those who are appointed as leaders should be uh, living their lives according to the way God sees leaders should be living. They should be living to a, a higher standard than, you know, than the rest of us. So in the Bible where it talks about giving tithes, did it say anything about just giving money? Mm-mm. What did they give? They gave animals? They gave yeah, they gave their tithing off. They gave what they could. Like, so tithing offering, like, it, it, today it, it translates into money because that's what helps the church. You know, you, you give... If or my, is that what man created? Because if that's the case, I could take a few canned goods to the church and that's tithing. You do know, that. I mean, if we speaking like that, that is your tithing offering. You are giving ten percent of your earning, ten percent of your, of your, um, of you to the church. How do you feel about all this, Rico? Tithing? If you do it, I mean, cool. But I don't think it should be like on some. If you do it, you deserve more blessings than another person type thing. Or that, you know, you should be looked at more fondly in the eyes of God because you're tired. I don't think it's about being looked at more fondly because you're tired. But because you, you're just, you're, you're stepping out on faith more than others. Now, there's no, there's no scale of like what your faith is and what my faith is just because I tithe. Well, I may tithe every week, but I also get drunk every week. You may not tithe, but you don't get drunk. I, Beast, you may tithe, but you also, you know, have sex every day. I may not tithe. I'm not having sex every day. You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, you're not better or worse than than your fellow Christian because you tithe. You're not better or worse because you uh, you do tithe. You know, we're all seen as equal in the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. And then when people try to put place judgment on you for not tithing, for not being there every Sunday, for not being a part of ministry. Like, that's that's negative on them. They're not showing you love by trying to make you feel guilty for not living up to their their standards of what they think of you. It's not about them. It's about your relationship with God. It's about you believing that Jesus died on the cross for you and your sins and for you to love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the most, that's the most important commandment. The other rest of that, God book. Sometimes I feel like the church kind of like brainwash people in a way because you got people out here that'll have bills due but give that money to the church and just hope that something happen. Mm -hmm. Like that type of stuff I, I just can't get with. The Bible don't tell you to be stupid. No. 
it doesn't tell you to be stupid. It does tell you, you know, to step out on faith. But I, I do believe that there, there is supposed to be a healthy medium. Like it's, I don't know, I don't know what exactly it is, but you know, you are right. You're not supposed to be stupid with your, um, with your blessings, with your, with your, uh, with your needs or whatever. You're supposed to, you know, supposed to do the right thing. I get, you know, for lack of a better word. You know what? If the very fact that we're walking around breathing healthy, got a job, house, and all of this, if all of this is a blessing in itself, why do I need to pay the church if I'm going to be blessed the same way anyway? I know a lot of people probably think that. I mean, I feel like, again, that my faith, I feel like if I do more, I get more. Hmm. It's like, regardless of the, it's like to me, it's like commission. I mean, you're just working harder at, at doing your job. You're always gonna get paid, but you just work harder at doing your job. You just get paid more. Hmm. I guess, Nick. And again, <laughs> I, I, I do you not agree? I mean, I mean, again, I'm not, and I'm not trying to make you. Again, I'm not trying to make you think on my faith level. I'm not trying to make you. I mean, it's a, <laughs> I have faith in God, man. This don't have to have to do with me having a faith, man. I just know if I got a light bill due, I'm gonna pay that light bill. I'm not giving this money to the church. I mean, when I get it, maybe I give it to you. Give you a piece of it. Not. You'll be at church this weekend. That worked. <laughs> but nah, um, it don't like ah. When it comes to church, I just I say everybody the same thing. You know, find a church where you feel comfortable. You know, read the book. You know, talk with somebody. Like when it comes to reading the Bible, like. A lot of people take it out of context. And I think you got to put a lot of the Bible in context as to the part of the time it was in, history, the nature of society. Like this isn't. There weren't. There were no cell phones back then. There weren't. There wasn't as much knowledge about what's going on as it was back then. So I mean, like, you got to study. You know, get help along the way. You know, you're on Tinder the whole time. You gonna engage? Oh. You bitch ass niggas got one more time for that flat ass joke. It's on Facebook. Jesus Christ. I said Tinder. He said plenty of fish. You know what? I tried to lie for your ass earlier. <laughs> See, you're fucked up. Hey, go right. Go, go ahead. You're fucked up. Go, go ahead. Try to be funny. Well, yeah, go ahead. You done? Yeah. Did you say who? You got that little bit of hot water? I can. So what? So y'all, y'all, y'all done? All right then. I mean, Next topic. Hell, we been talking, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and y'all stop for that flat detour. So y'all want to keep going? 
You don't want to stay. Want... What are you talking? You're reaching. What are you talking about? You done? Are you done? You sitting there with your hand on your cheek, fucking smirking. What are you talking about? You done? You got done, to, you done got to what, the bro? next topic. Done with what? You got to watch the next topic, or are we going? Do you have another topic? Y'all, y'all talking? What's going on? See, this nigga don't even know what the fuck going on, bro. <laughs> uh, Beast, why don't you go ahead and tell the good folks why? Uh, why don't you go to give them a nice little uh, introduction to our Atlanta trip? You niggas need to learn how to go to the bathroom, and eat, and get real snacks. How about that? Secondly, wait, what? Huh? Second, the Atlanta trip was fun. It was fun, guys. But we ended up taking my car because we couldn't get a rental because no credit card. So I, I had to have a credit card to get a rental. Yeah. And even if you use a debit card, it's not worth it. Niggas said on the website, if you use a debit card, you need references, a utility bill. <laughs> Why don't you want my utility bill? <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring your light and water bill to use your debit card. The hell the fuck? When niggas leave, we get down there pretty smooth, nothing, nothing crazy. I would like to know if they kicked me off the odds court. Yeah. I made a whole long nine, and I think I had ten hours worth of music. But it was like, it was, and you managed to make nine hours of music that neither one of us listened to. And like, you had, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but I was like, I think I looked through it. I was driving, and uh, uh, Ramir wanted wanted to go through the list anyway. <laughs> acknowledge it. You want to acknowledge this right now? <laughs> well, while we was recording, Portland, the show. <laughs> Portland is. <laughs> All right. Quan <laughs> got the great news that his Warriors eliminated the Rockets. Blech. No, KD. Could they have done it without Draymond, though? Easily. What? <laughs> Draymond is one of the wackest players in the NBA. He just lucked up and got on a great team. Well, I like Draymond. Draymond it's fucking garbage, bro. I haven't really liked Draymond that much since they won that first championship. Like, after that, he started declining a lot. Really? But he thinks he's so pivotal to the Warriors winning. He ain't though. Like at all. How? I mean, I ain't watched a basketball game. I don't know how. How? But like. That whole defensive player thing, all I watched him do was get cooked. And offensively, he's a liability. He be be pulling up like he's Steph. (laughs) Bro, that little guy the backpack on shot he got, bro. No, niggas, that puts no fear in no man's heart. Nah. Niggas take a nap when he pulled the three. Like, niggas is not worried about no Draymond pull-up, bro. No. Niggas terrible, bro. Now, but go back to my list. How do I make a whole playlist of music y'all don't like? You tell me. You made it. I thought it was hot. It was some good music on there. Now, there was, there was a couple ones that you know, I threw in there on purpose. Just because I knew it would create a funny moment. No. You, oh. you made a nine-hour comedy list because a lot of <laughs> you thought that you, you thought he was laughing. You thought you paid some lyrical gumbo, didn't you? Didn't you? Nine-hour slow cooked. Nope. 
I'm just this saying. This nigga had early 90s twerk music on there and everything. Captain come. Captain come. Captain come. Because Freak League is coming back. Niggas, I'm gonna pull it over and let you out. Because that playlist was out of line. Because <laughs> I was like, okay. Cause oh, see, so y'all got running with the gap, got a black man, can't see me. Yeah. SOD to the day I go with the CCs, do GD, say vote. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. What else you got? What else you got? You don't put me at my own house. Have you standing out on the lawn? Oh. Let's see. So we got down there. Let's see. First of all, niggas pulled into the wrong thing. I pulled into that bitch thinking like, oh, this is where we stop. Total one way dead end. Boy, had to flip around and park. Yeah, man, look, and stop traffic when we did it, too. Look. <laughs> what? <laughs> Niggas was like, what the fuck are you doing? I said, man, I don't know. Hell. Then I finally parked that bitch. Had to keep paying for parking. Boy, and none of y'all tripping. Y'all know good and goddamn well. I shouldn't have to pay no $45 a day to park. <laughs> I told you, next, next trip, we splitting that up. Everybody getting Uber on their phone. Boy. Download the app, motherfucker! He's like, oh, the nigga, what's crazy? Uber became pregnant. Oh, can you talk? Just fumbled the bag. But nigga, it's just crazy, nigga said, I don't got that. And just love me that! Nigga, hey, hey, let me get it real quick. Look, I don't got that, but just walked out the room. I don't got that. Nigga, and just go tell them that motherfucker the next trip. There's gonna be a lot of walking in that bitch. Not paying for one, passing that bitch off. Okay, we'll do it next. Well, no, hopefully, the, hopefully, in the next trip, we, we want to know them now. So, hopefully, in Houston, we ain't got to walk. I mean, we ain't got an Uber. We could just drive a car. Uh, I ain't walking no motherfucking way. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> you said it with a little hostility. <laughs> and you know why. Had us walking fucking three blocks to a fucking weed store that didn't exist. It existed on the map. No, bro. I ain't and you lie. don't even. When the last time you smoked? Don't answer that. This nigga don't even smoke. Because <laughs> cause this this is what made it funny. Because it was like, Ray said it was a cannabis store or something. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm out of town. I might try a little edible or something. Fuck it. And he said it's walking distance, so I was like, all right, cool. We go the wrong way first. No, my bad. I didn't turn on the, uh, on the map. I didn't hit it. We just out there walking. I'm thinking we going to some type of convenience store. I'm about to get me a juice, some chips or something. Well, because initially I said let's go to the convenience store. Like, I, That's know? where I thought we were going. But initially you didn't want to walk. So no, then, I, I didn't want to walk. But then me and Beast was like, let's go to the spot. And Beast was like, bet, let's go. Where you going? We going to the spot. And then you came, and technically we could have kept going that way. We'd have been to the little candy store or whatever, or little corner store. But we wanted to go to the spot spot. So I hit the directions on the map, took us to the spot. Right? We had to go up a hill. This nigga asked me, he said, Beast, did you pull it up on your GPS? He said, what's the name of the place? Atlanta Weed. <laughs> What, bro? What's the address? One, two, three, Baker Street. Might as well be 420 Stoner Avenue, right? <laughs> God! 
Once I said it, I, once I looked at it, I was like, I look a little suspect. You gonna ask this girl? You know where Atlanta weed is? You gonna ask this walk up on this random girl? Hey, <laughs> no, he said, do you know about Atlanta weed? What? And then dude said, let me go ask this guy. I was like, chill out, DJ Vlad. This is looking like undercover cop. Talking about some, you know where Atlanta weed is? I'm like, bro, you gotta be stopped immediately. I just wanted to have a, I just wanted to, you know, have a moment. And at this moment, Ramirez was over it. Nah, he was over it once we started walking the wrong direction. Pretty much. But what he just went all out after that, I was like, yeah, we can still go to the store. The nigga said, no! Nah! <laughs> I was like, well, shit, nigga! We was down the street, like, all we had to do was cross over this one street to get to the, to the, to the corner to make the left to get to the store. He was like, I don't like the way the intersection look. I ain't crossing it. And then he started walking up the hill. Once Robert was over it, his slice is focused on going back to the road. He wasn't trying to hear no alternative plan. Nigga was like, no, no. It's because we already know what I've done here. For no reason. Nigga wasn't trying to hear no. But how about now? We have we can go to the No! <laughs> no! We're going to Mellow Mushroom and we're gonna get a pizza. And the pizza was meh. But yeah. It's just it's actually, it wasn't it wasn't it. Yeah, man. <laughs> then flipped on ass slices and I was like, kinda dry. <laughs> kinda dry. Yeah. Or you didn't go into the hotel and, and do a 20 minute wait for some Gatorade? I do recall. That was me. Oh, that was you! Had to stand out on the street watching the man get hit well, by well, this woman. Well, there we go. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, while you was in the, in the hotel getting uh, Gatorade, the homeless lady that tried to hit us up for some changes was going into the building the first, uh, first time was down the street and this dude walked by. He she and he uh, she caught his attention. He looked around, pulled you know, fixed his pants a bit, stepped closer, stood there for about five minutes, looked around, stepped back, fixed his pants and left. So I'm sitting there with beasts. I'm like, I'm holding this pizza. I'm at this point I'm ready to go to him like standing for a minute. Is it is it? Are they? Yeah, that's what was happening. Is this what's going on? Nobody else sees this? And that woman's like, all ready to beat us up because Ray over here trying to be the be like Jennings and shit. Nigga, <laughs> nigga said, she, we, uh, we, she said, hey, we said, me and Mary said, hey, how you doing? They kept walking. I didn't say nothing. And, well, either way, we kept walking. <laughs> so, uh, he's like, y'all got some change? That's what I didn't say shit. Uh, and I, and then, here go Ray, turn whole ass around. If I would, I could. Ah. You know what? If I had it, I would give it to you. And then, and then, and then she was like, "Now me, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I said, shit, I said, shit." That's a little Ray fault. He, he left the door too open. What? Ludacris said it was Southern hospitality in Atlanta. What? Not there Southern hospitality when I was in Atlanta. Fuck that, bro. I didn't hear that one. Please excuse me, nor thank you, the entire time I was in Atlanta. You niggas is rude. Who raised y'all? Oh, okay. 
Nah, bro, you should have known better, bro. She ready to beat you up, bro. She said. <laughs> Anyways, uh, niggas belt. So we go uh, now. We skipped the whole part. We went to the mall. We went to Linux Mall. I've been hearing about Linux Mall and rap music for the last twenty some odd years. Oh, and y'all mall is just as generic as everybody else mall. They're overrated as fuck, bro. The only difference is that y'all got the bougie stores upstairs. And then, the, and then the mid-tier, basic, everyday mall stuff on the ball. The they had a two-story Nike store. It's it, 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 The selection was terrible. It's like, just because you got two stories, niggas really couldn't put themselves downstairs. They had like five racks upstairs. <laughs> and a kid section. I said, that's some bullshit, bro. I got a whole basketball court and came by to play basketball on it. Bruh. You know, yeah, you niggas want to be just with feet so bad. Like, y'all bro. <laughs> Then, well, shit, after we left them all, I fucked up on the Uber. I, I told them to pick us up and take us to where we was at. He's he like, got your ass want to go right there? Easy money. <laughs> He's like, uh, what you doing? <laughs> but no, that was a cool Uber driver we had. Dude was hilarious and whatever. This nigga Ray was uh, joking with every Uber driver except that last nigga. That last, last nigga, nigga was. Hey, he was About to fuck with Ray. The first thing, the first thing, the first thing, Ray said to this nigga was, Ah, I see, he got a skinny man in the car. That's all, that's all. The dude, the dude didn't even smirk. The dude didn't even smirk. This nigga looked like he had a long day. This nigga said, well, I guess you should have got Uber XL then, huh? Ray said, Yeah! I said, God damn! Saturday, and we got 
Lord Jesus. Excuse me. <sighs> Resolution. Was that Saturday. And so we uh we get the event was supposed to start at two. The doors open at once. We got there like ten or whatever, so we can make sure that we got a good spot. You know, we can you know spend a couple of bread. We was in the VIP section, so we wanted to make sure we was in a good spot in the VIP. And one thing that happened while I was there, while we were there, I broke my hat. And so I had to try to get me a new hat while I was in the Spanish mall. Nigga ain't say shit either. Dude said, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. It had been like 30, 30 40 pennies. Where the fuck Ray go? Like, so I go to the bathroom and said, hey, Ray, where the fuck you at? Oh, look at hat. Dude said just like that. Like, we ain't wondering where the hell this nigga was. Said, this nigga here. While I was in there, I got like a little drink or whatever. Man. And a little Mexican fiesta. That girl didn't speak no English. Like she did. She just you just tall. You can't hear her. She only four eleven. It don't matter. She didn't. She was like she said like keywords to make a transaction. But as far as a conversation, no. She's like, oh, you was trying to chop it up. No, a conversation to find out what the fuck I'm ordering. I said I'm trying to see like what's in this. She would have been like this one. <laughs> That's all she can say. All she can say was this one. And I didn't dare try to pay with cash. Because I wouldn't know how many, how much to give her. I've been like, Cinco peso, amigo. Nope. Like, I just said, take the card. Because I'm going to be like, I'll go. I'll check later and see how much it was. About seven for that bullshit. Boy, that low key had like a bootleg sweatshop in the back of that mall. Like, it was so much fake Gucci and, like, fake Supreme shirts in there. Like, it was crazy. But I ain't going that deep off of in there. I was already. I was trying to find a hat. They had that no regular black hats in there. Dude would have walked out with the cowboy hat, bro. That's all If it wasn't fitted, I was always going to. Bro, I was going to have horses in the back. This has been the back of class. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that. <laughs> then we get into the event. Why is niggas smoking weed from 10 a.m. till we left the event at like 10.30? Fam, so hold on. So we got to the line to stand outside at 10. And it wasn't even good weed. Man, it was a bit smoking Reggie. Smoking Reggie. So when we got to the line at 10, it was the line was already like semi-full. It was a good, you know, 40, 50 people in front of us. And so brothers have been out there standing since like 8.30 and 9 o'clock. Oh, shout out to to Smack getting Uber Eats to come through. They came through and chopped off some snackage for us. Uh, so we get in there at about what one o'clock? Yeah, right on the dot, pretty much. We was up pretty close, and then them pat downs were a little violating, nigga. Damn. Damn, they didn't really pat me down like like they pat y'all down. I don't bro. know what they had against y'all, nigga. Bro, nigga patting me down, nigga. My shoe is tied. <laughs> nigga put his hand under my foot. I said, how'd you even get your hand in there? So he put his he put his hand all under every fat flap I had. Man, look, I had on cargo pants, a pink hoodie, and a dad hat. I had yeah, on you walk in there looking like dog one and he wasn't gonna put that shit down like that. So bubble gum hoodie. Nigga wasn't gonna be like, this ain't the one. I had I didn't I had just look I had on just a t shirt. I swear they the dude did not frisk me like he did everybody. Oh, I know. I saw. He said, "No, he's because he was like, you good." Because <laughs> the, he 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 the other dude was like, "Yo, let me. Uh, I got this big dude and that big dude." He started, bro, bro. It was, it was a, a nigga right behind me with a bat.
they French dude, like they went all up through his, his crotch and all that shit, put him up on the wall, checking his backpack and all. I'm like, God damn. Nigga got on a backpack. Oh, that just to stop from coke and some like pills from getting in there. I'll probably bring the backpack next time to hold some drinks for the simple fact that. They ain't gonna let you have it in. Bro, they took my empty bottle. I had an empty bottle. Come up with that bottle, dog. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna be on stage. I probably can't have shit. Boy, speaking of stage, I feel bad. So, there was one dude that we saw in the line at on Atlanta Hawks jersey. Atlanta Hawks jersey, probably about 5'4, five, 5'3. Five, I saw him in the line. I saw him enter the venue. And that was the last time I saw the dude. He had a stage pass and didn't see not nan part of the stage. I seen him before the battle started taking pictures on the stage and all of that, but like during the battles, I ain't see dude at all. I, I ain't gonna lie, I sat there and thought about that dude the whole time and feel bad for the oh snap you did see him. No new nails pick. I saw him and I said, "Ready to talk about dude?" <laughs> cause I never saw cause like dudes was on the stage like. Smack that, yo, two steps back, take a step back. Everybody needs to back up, back up. Nobody move. That's the thing, though. These niggas, battle rap niggas, entourages, you niggas is not Jay-Z. Why y'all got 30D? Bro. It, and then if I pay for my pass and I say, and niggas ask, can I not see? I'll be like, I can't see, bro. And if they sell 25 to 30 stage passes, and then the rappers bring 10 niggas each, the stage gonna be pretty fucking crowded, and I know I'm not moving back. We gonna be in that motherfucker scrapping. I don't care, y'all. Y'all niggas better jump on stage. <laughs> now, I don't know if they'll be able to get up. I can pick the right trying to get up on stage. Like, get over here! Hell, no They gonna be pushing me back down. This <laughs> shit. Like, nope. I said, listen, I got I'm just what's, thinking. What's crazy when they had them scuffles in, in these battles? It's always like a big pushing match. Niggas never actually throw hands. You got the chance to throw hands if it's like that, like that. And I don't, I don't, I don't think it's no battle rapper that'll watch me. I feel like as a grown ass man, you. Why are you having a shoving match? If you want to fight, hit him. Anybody trying to you know assault charge? Man, this you can get assault charge for pushing somebody. I can get assault charge for pushing. Assault is yes. assault is not like hey you hit them. Assault is like you assaulted me like I, and it's like that whatever like. Well, that was no kind of explanation. It wasn't. So it's like, <laughs> all right. So, but basically, it's like if it if it's close to that, uh, close enough to that, just hit them. If it if it's like that, if we get if we get to scrapping on stage, and I got ten niggas with me, you got ten niggas with you. I mean, I like my eye. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but it's just four of us, and we in the crowd. I'll go out, bro. If I gotta go out valiantly, I will. I'll go out fighting five niggas. I don't care. I can uh, take a hit. That's what I'm talking about. But hold on. So we get so we we, we forget we, we don't ran around the circle. We get into the video at one. Events supposed to start at two. At two fifteen, ain't nobody said nothing. Boy. At two thirty, ain't nobody said nothing. So you know what I said? I'm taking a nap. That nigga show went to sleep. That nigga went to sleep for real. Like, nigga. Like, hey, hey, the battle started. <laughs> we had to wake up. No, why? But this nigga hit me in the face with a bag of chips. I did do that. Fam, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, you, you stared at me real. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> why? <laughs> no, I was mad. This nigga just hit me in the face with a bag of chips in public? 
That, that was whole shit. We just sitting there. Now I gotta whoop this nigga in public on GP. Cause he was usually everybody saying some shit like, uh, we need some things from the thug back chip. They just did it. They just did it. And look, it was, it wasn't even like, it was one of those rare bags that's like actually get a semi full. Hit me with a. I'm like, this nigga here. Hey, it was a nigga in the bathroom selling snacks, bro. That shit was crazy. Boy! That was where he got the chill from. Whoosh. Dude went to the bathroom to get it. He didn't bring you a bag of chips, neither. Yeah, he gave you one. I didn't even look. You didn't eat those? That was a full bag. I don't know where them chips went. Where'd them chips go? <laughs> Oh, damn! Hey, where did them chips go? One of them dusty ass niggas from uh, from Doc VIP, and I and we not no uppity niggas to where it's like, oh, you can't come. But it just got crowded up there. It was like, and, and your man's. I wish he stayed over there. <laughs> I was like, good. I got so mad when he got up there, cause my plan for the night was to sit down to that ledge, made my ass hurt. That shit was hard as hell. So I said, I'm going to sit on the couch in between, then hop back up when it's time to see. This nigga don't traverse across the whole venue to come over here. I said, you ain't got no friends? Dude came over and said, I said, oh, we over there. Cool, go back. Like, <laughs> he, he, he sure said, oh, we over there and never went back to, to his niggas. He, like, he went back. He went back, but then he came back over there for I don't know why. That's my man's. Text that nigga. Nigga was. (laughs) (laughs) I was so over it, bro. Because now I got to sit on this leg no matter what. I can't keep going back and forth. And that that was my plan. I paid to be able to maneuver. And if niggas really acted right, we could have sat down and watched battles on the actual couch. We could have, but like. Onk and all them niggas was standing like on the cushion in front of us. We wouldn't have been able to see nothing. Like them old niggas. Like I was. I'm not a club person. Like I don't like going out to clubs, and I don't too much care for going out like social events like that. Just because niggas don't know how to act. And, but I'm watching these old niggas, and I'm saying old niggas. They got to be about 45, yeah, they, they 37. Like, like they were there to see Cassidy. <laughs> Bro, they why are they why are they dressed like they was going to a UCA party? That's what really killed me. Nigga 40 sagging in some white jeans with a polo shirt. Bro, bro, first of all, some dude in there had on a fake Versace fit. It was definitely like a a Hanes polo that he like printed Versace on it and like some champion sweatpants. He got it from the Mexican though. Probably did. He walked up like that. (laughs) He walked up. There's a lot of things. It's like people got on to me, but me and Mary took a picture. Ray took the picture. Yeah, we just sitting there, you know, like, hey, yo, we chilling, we out here, taking a nice little picture, whatever. I was like, you can't wear shorts everywhere. So don't, just don't, don't, don't ass up, nigga. Damn. You, all this shit always piss me off. Uh, you can't wear shorts. I'm like, bitch, you can't tell me what, you can't tell me what to wear all the fucking time. And on top of that, on top of that, uh, it is. Uh, sir, that is just basketball shorts. On top of that, on top of that, it is all niggas in here. No bitches. Like. The only girls in there was the waitresses. And I'm not dressing to impress to impress some girl who probably has 5% interest in being interested in me. And, and, and any further she's going to do is to get me to get bottles. So, when it comes to bottles, when it comes to bottles, <laughs> you buy 
bottles in the club to impress women. It's all dudes. It's 98% dudes and the 2% women are with their man or they the waitress slash they just want to see battles. Or they just didn't look good. <laughs> so you folks in here buying bottles, getting the whole lights and all that kind of stuff for Hennessy. For Plastic what? bottle of fireball. The, that's yeah. what made me mad. It was a whole, she had a whole ice bucket for a plastic bottle of Fireball. They gave the sparklers for niggas with bottles of Heineken like you was Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> you bought an ace or ace of spades like this shit. Somebody bought an ace. It's like the, 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 the now these, now I can tell these dudes behind me get real money. Okay, I'm saying up stuff. The dudes behind me, I can tell got like real money because they was in there buying like everything. They had like a whole 24 pack of water. They had two bottles of Hennessy, the Ace of Spades, and like they they was they was they was balling out. They had all the food. They was doing a big. I kind of wanted to sneak over into their section because I wanted some wings. But I don't get why you buying bottles in a room full of dudes. Who are you impressing? Like the women, the, the waitresses, the bartenders are not impressed by this because you just spent three hundred dollars on a bottle of Hennessy. That's a that's a hundred dollars at the liquor store. Eighty five if the dude know you. Boy, I why them 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 bar fine as fuck. They thick as hell. <laughs> the, the girl like cause Ramir went to get a drink first and, I, and he came back with some shit. Like you go to bars, I don't know what the fuck he had. He said, What's that? He didn't see a pineapple. That that's your norm? Like, what is that? So he was like, uh, nah. I, mean, I just told her what I like and she suggested it. So I said, Well, fuck it. And so I said, Give me the Hennessy and Pineapple. And she was like, well, alright. He was like, that'd be twenty dollars. With this with this sales club, sample club, goddamn! And then you put ice in it, so you're not just absorbing the more of my money and the, <laughs> And I drank that bitch, I was just like, that's my last one. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not going back over here. And I tipped, I won't be no I was like What's crazy is I feel like the old niggas that was in our section initially, we really could probably talk to them and be like, hey, we ain't letting nobody up in this motherfucker. And they will probably be like, shit, bet. But I, I guess everybody was just so in the moment. Shit, I expect the niggas, I don't know why, but I expect the niggas just uh, understand the fact that they not VIP. No, that was not the case. Well, see, also, I didn't expect you to fill up like that because, you know, Smack said, you know, we, you know, we could have sold it out. We didn't because, you know, everybody would be comfortable. It seemed like they sold it out the way that bitch they was did have, Most of those people who uh, walked up didn't have tickets. That bitch was packed the fuck out, bro. And I would never. <coughs> the, the nigga who did that with no ticket, he pro, he had to have lived there. Because I'll be hot diggity damn. I'll cross state time. lines and with no ticket. You got me fucked up. That <laughs> nigga said, you know, they selling tickets. I don't know, dog. Shit. Yeah, he asked. He asked everybody he could, he, he could find too. Hey, yeah, he's selling tickets. Fam, I work at the mall. N- nigga, nigga said they doing the head count. He, he got lucky and got a ticket, I guess. Fam, listen. So we watched the battles, and so the battles didn't start till like three, not four o'clock. So that's two hours late of what it was supposed to start. And I'm sitting there like, dang. I'm. Fa- I ain't gonna lie. I was feeling bad for the dude standing like standing in general admission up by the stage. Like, dang. They've been standing since like 8.30. Yeah. It's now 4 o'clock. We got, what, six battles to do? I feel bad because I knew we weren't getting out of there until like 10, 11 o'clock. 
Bro, we left the first round in the last battle. Bro, but what I will say no, we is, left second round. is once they did start, and this is probably because the shit was two hours late, they got them battles done, like, really quick. So the battles, the battles themselves went by really smooth. Hold on, before the battle. So, before the battle started, uh, Smack was on stage, you know, introducing, you know, telling everybody what's going on. And he brought out his boy, he brought out Vince Carter. Now, I was surprised because I didn't realize Vince Carter was so tall. God, he's 6'7". He's 6'7". I, I get it. But Smack standing next to him. <laughs> Smack little. Hey. Smack cool as fuck, but he little. Hey, me and Smack about the same height, but no, nah, Smack had a swole pulse on <laughs> He always do that when he bring out an athlete. When KD came out, that nigga would not put his arms down. Smack, it is okay. You do small dude. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, that had me dying. <clears throat> uh, that was my, that, I ain't gonna lie, that was like my top five, one of my top five moments of the night. But when it came to the battles, so we had what was the first battle? Chef Trez and Shotgun. Mm-hmm. And do you have it? Do you did you write it down from what we called it before we did went to the battles? Yeah, I had uh, I had Chef Trez two one. I believe we all had Chef We all had Chef one. winning 2-1. I think that's, I think that's what it ended up being, too. Cause like I know uh I don't know which two I don't know what two I gave him. I think I, I think I gave Shotgun the first. Cause then it was a debatable first, cause what's it called? Chef came out swinging. So you know, we in Atlanta. We were out with some choppers. Half a shotgun. Right. Chef Trans got the first and the second. I, I, when I, I ain't gonna lie, when niggas say it's different in the building, it's hard not to yell when they do their special move. When that nigga said, what is life like? Yeah! Like, I wouldn't even, 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 or when Twerk did the, Shotgun was like, you know, I was gonna dunk on him, and you know, get him off the back, blow his tap and pop his keep it original. Superman pose. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> and he kept doing it. What is life like? Superman pose. I've never yelled zip him up in my life, not even at the house. But when K-Shine, I don't even know the whole shit. I was just kind of saying it like, Ooh, too much, too much, The rest of you niggas suck. Zip him up. Hey, well, I was doing this the whole battle. <laughs> <laughs> thought I, I thought we were DX in that visually. But no, nah, so Chef Shreds is like rebuttal. And it was in the third round, by the way. That nigga passed out. Oh, when the dude passed out. Yeah, he's like, please stop talking to my round. For I knock him out and leave him to that nigga. That I definitely messed it that up. That shit was hard. But it was. You did butcher that. <laughs> but he wasn't the only dude to pass out. Like later on in the night, dude next to me passed out. And at about, what was it, the third battle? During the John John twerk? I was like, right, I need some air. Cause like so, the second battle was the second battle was when it got ugly, Brez and Young Hill. Yeah, that that's when that that random nigga at the bar just kept fucking yelling shit, just heckling, heckling for no reason. And you know when one person started doing that bullshit, all other trolls in the fucking building want to want to join in too. And now and like, I'm pointing it out. It wasn't even the dudes in the front who should be upset about the battle, but it's taking so long and. Ill kind of going over their head. It was the dudes in the back who had who had like bought their shit <coughs> later on, who hadn't been there all day. They'd only been there since like right. Three. And so like, 
I get it. I understand frustration because some of the ill stuff was a little over the head, over the top. But let him rap, man. Like that, like booing. If the bar was really trash, then boo. But if you just not understanding it, let him get his stuff off. And they don't, and don't start booing to where a nigga can't talk no more. It's like if you boo for like five seconds and then hold it down. That's just part of it. If, like when that nigga verb, he didn't say it in this event, but when that nigga said, <coughs> he said, made noise, woke niggas up early. I am a rooster. Mm, like that deserves a boo. But they they held it down after that and let him get the rest of his shit off. Yeah. Niggas, some niggas in there just didn't want to hear Young Hill at all. I want to fight dude at the bar. Like, See, I want the, the thing was, bro, in, in that battle. I don't even remember Young Ill saying anything that that even deserved to be booed like that. I like I don't remember him saying anything. Like I saw yeah. heard, heard something that was just kind of just, just didn't hit for me, but nothing that made me come out my body to be like. He started saying like Socrates and Aristotle and that kind of stuff. I mean, my my thing is just because you don't understand it, do that make it trash? Like I know for like I'm, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I know for a fact. Them niggas did not catch every line Rum Nitty said. They didn't. No. But Rum Nitty and Rum Nitty, you're one of them ones you got to watch. In which rounds? In which round? In which round? All of them. Because Nitty won the first two. So they heard at least most of the first two. They might not have heard the third because everybody gives Nitty one and two. But before we do that, so what we did, I think I said Briz 2-1. We all did. Just because even after watching the the face off, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be two one. Just because. But that know. second round, Young Hill looked like he he got his foot in. Yeah, but it was, said, it, I'm sure once we watch it, if they ever release it, I'm sure once we watch it, he'll probably. Snap I feel him. like that third. I feel like Young Hill might have got that third, bro. I gave Young Hill the second. Briz got the first. Mm-hmm. I feel like Young Hill might have got the might have edged that third round. Yeah. But well, you it, know, I'm, I'm a reserve. Where's the animal? Just animated. But it's it, it's like it's hard to even remember his because <clears throat> They didn't want to get, let him get it off, and I might feel the same. But I have to watch it back because even in the like on cam, you'll just hear his stuff. Yeah. Even if niggas boo, you can choose your own content. But in the building, if a nigga booing that loud and he literally right next to you, can't hear it. Like yeah. and then another thing. This is how I knew niggas were just on some troll shit, bro. Niggas booed a line and cheered. He, he, he brought it back and then they oh, and then they fucking cheered like cheered like it was a haymaker. Like it was a nice line. He, he was like, um, something about Faith Evans, that that big old bitch. And then everybody booed. And he was like, then he brought it back. And he was like, Faith Evans ain't that big old bitch. Yeah. Oh, now everybody cheering. But they 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 was on edge ready to be like, because Calico said that on Champion one time. He said, some niggas pull up to the event like, oh, I can't wait till there's a point where I can boo. Some niggas do that shit. This shit is going man. Who was, who was third? Twerk and John No, third was Nitty. Third was Nitty and T-Top. Nitty and T-Top. And that was yeah, arguably battle of the night. Cause battle of the night. battle of the night for me. Yeah, like as far as back and forth, that was definitely battle of the night. Because yeah. the only only one that was even close to that was Tay Rock and Sean. Yeah, but I just like Sean <coughs> so much in that battle. I, I people say people a lot of people are saying Tay Rock two one, and I I watch it back. I'll probably watch it back on camp, but I don't think it's gonna really change. 
I have to, I have to watch that one because that one I don't. I started. I, I I was starting to lose lose conscience at that point. I was starting to lose interest in what Tay Rock said because after I think it was Sean went first. Yeah, I'm yeah. mad. Uh, Hold on, damn, we gotta we, we skip Nitty and Nitty top. Boy, I lost my voice. I, I ain't lose my voice. I started losing my voice that bad. Nitty top or I was yelling so much. Nitty top or Rock and Shine. Nitty and uh, T top. Because by the time had Rock to, and Shine went, had to bring the baritone down. I don't even think a lot of them caught that. Nah, once Niggas I, didn't catch that. Nah. I almost look, I almost stepped through that glass table in front of me. I was so Just like the, the half Zan um, line he had. Everybody was, was doing well, not everybody, but Yeah. Like that's not oh, a reach. He doing he, the reach symbol. Like that's not a reach. Like the way he described like, I don't remember it verbatim, but the yeah. way he described it, it's literally half a Zan. How's that a reach? They don't get it. But Nitty Nitty's kind of intricate and some of them niggas in there. Had the elementary school stuff. That's why Briz was received so well, cause his shit is like you'll easily get it when he say it. You don't ever gotta play a Briz bar back and be like, oh no, you gonna get it right. Cause here. he's so animated, he's acting out everything he's saying, that, and I think that that plays to his strength. Not even that, like I, that helped. Don't get me wrong, but the shit he say is not like. What do you mean? You know exactly what they mean by that. So I mean, like, unless you just don't listen to certain songs, like uh, against already said, and it's gonna be a new TKO, that old T. Everybody know that song, old TKO. Like, bridge raps for the older crowd a little bit sometimes, but it's not no stuff you gotta really dig into. Nitty, he had some intricate lines. Like, mm-hmm. like he said, like a, a cancer bar. He said, if you wanna die, I'll assist. And, he, and yeah, Nick niggas won't really get that. And then some niggas just don't want to get that. And then some of the niggas don't get something, they ready to just yell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you rank uh, Top's third? Uh, well, his uh, Walmart scheme. What do you rank that in, in, like, when it comes to schemes of third rounds? I mean, I could, I could <coughs> more so say that the, <coughs> that was more of an of a angle than, than a scheme. Cause if it was a scheme, he would he would have been like Walmart, Target, Kmart, stuff, stuff okay. like that. I'm, the whole you talking about the whole round or just the last self checkout? The, no, that, well, that, the whole the whole Walmart setup. The, the no, Walmart that, that was that was an angle. That wasn't no scheme. Okay, now I don't want to hit that that, that angle. That, yeah, that's that's an angle. Yeah. Whether they rank on on the the angle. Yeah. So like the way he he put that together, that that was perfect. Even if that nigga run nitty. <laughs> Ain't ever worked at Walmart. He can't go to Walmart no more. But I don't think that's a thing. Niggas, like, niggas, like, T-Top said this in the interview, and I don't know why it stuck with me. But after Summer Madness 7, they asked him what he thought of the pay-per-view. They said, he said he thought it was ass. And then he was like, uh, well, what do you feel about so-and-so? He was like, man, you can't. No, that's what they talking about. They talking about, like, should they dot they pay if they don't perform well? He's like, no, because that's going to get out. He's like, well, they're not going to use that. He's like, shit, I can take anything. I can take you donating to the homeless and make it sound crazy. T-Top can make anything sound crazy. All that nigga said was he worked in Walmart, and his biggest hit had nothing to do with nigga. Nothing. Boy. So, he did, you knew, think, did you think it was going to be take nine bars? 
know that I knew Tech Now, before all the stuff came out about him or whatever, probably not. But when that extra stuff started happening, I knew people were going to have Tech Nine problems. <laughs> Tech Nine before the court date. Oh, man. So that, that yeah, that was, that was crazy. But I gave, I gave it to Nitty to the one. T-Top said he beat Nitty. And I was like, you can I can see someone saying that, but don't act like it was clear. Neither one of y'all just outdid the other. Mm-hmm. The rest of the battles on the car were pretty clear. Yeah. John John, uh, John John and which, which I'd have to watch again because the third, they oh, wouldn't they cut let off. They cut off. They wouldn't really let them do anything. But the first, well, no, like, even in like the video, it's only it's only the second, it's only the first two rounds. Oh, somebody, what's it called? Somebody had it on like uh, on Periscope oh. and do it. So it's only the first two rounds, and then once Jackman started uh started rapping and John wanted to rap, you know, and then everybody got into it, they cut it off. And then what's the car do? Even like even in we were in so we were so we, uh, we were in the venue obviously I we already said that but we were if you if we looked at the stage there was a dude standing in front of the camera the whole time so I don't even think they could have got it because no, dude, they they cut it off because avocado was like hey Brad you standing in front of the camera you know? yeah that's what I'm talking about dude was blocking the camera. now they could have just gotten it from the back view but he blocked the camera the whole time. Top of that, like, dude, Twerk brought too many fucking people on stage. Nigga brought every goonie ever out there. Rada, uh, Jack Boy, obviously. Um, I saw Blue. Only goonie that wasn't there was probably Glue, C3, Cuban, Ace. Mm -hmm. They whole clique was up there. All red, looking like the Forever Red episode. Like, shit. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. I, after rewatching it, I still give it to uh, to twerk. Yeah. His first bar. As much as I like John John, I gotta get that to twerk. John John's first was just too predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, but in John in John John's defense, his third he was snapping in his third date. But the whole I can barely remember his third. Not say that he didn't, but that's what I hate. That's one only I hate about the building experience. He might have been snapping the third, and I might have liked what I heard, but I was so frustrated that it was booing, I couldn't focus on his bars. But by, by, by the by the time he got to his third, two things happened. One, everybody was annoyed, so like everybody was quiet. They weren't even booing; they were just quiet. And two, I was the weed in the air was getting to me. So the weed my in the air was throbbing from that whack ass weed, and like that that uncomfortable. So you talking about? We were, so we were standing on the couches, sitting on like a. A piece of wall, and where I was, I was on like a piece of sitting on a piece of wall and leaning on like the, the smallest of a ledge with like a dude who had like nine coronas or whatever, and he was still smoking Reggie the whole time. Like, he in fact, that was the other dude that passed out because he was like, Yo, man, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Got to the bottom of the stairs, gone. And so I'm like, I'm gonna be like him in a minute, and I'm a big dude, and there ain't no way anybody's gonna get to this section. And no, you know, a reasonable amount of time and be able to carry me up out of here. So like that's when that's when I had to finally like step out and get some air. That's when I saw Iron Solomon. Dude just posted there like a normal dude. <laughs> I mean it's only a normal dude, but it's like dude just standing there like, yep. I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I was a country nigga that day. I went to the bathroom and got some water from the sink. What? You know how you go to the bathroom, you know, you go put the water in your hand? 
Like you do from the water holes or whatever outside. You bam up. Hey man, I ain't seen that one bottle waitress since the second battle. Boy, they show It disappeared. Hey, boy, they show it was gone. And I was thirsty. No. I had to give me some water. But no, y'all niggas gonna go to the bar and shit. By the time niggas got thirsty again, all the folks was in there. You couldn't go back to the bar. Man, and they was busy. They stayed trying to get to somewhere because someone ordered, you know, a limerita on ice. Bruh. God dang, fireball. I was so mad at that. Because you grown. You grown and still drinking fireball. That was hilarious, though. But the Taylor Occasion Battle, I, I personally don't remember it. The only thing I remember was, uh, I think Terrock said something about, you know, first of all, I remember, I remember that skyline he tried when he, because it was the same same angle that the DNA of NY, that's D Nanny. Yeah, it was, he, it was, it was he similar did, to that. Yeah, it was similar to that, which they should have booed that fucking shit. And when he did that and, and nobody booed, I was like, oh, so y'all not gonna boo that. <laughs> Niggas been booing all night, but y'all not gonna boo that. It was that. I, I was I was frustrated at that point. Like I, ain't I busted out laughing at one of Tay Rock bar. Like the he he sauteed and got souffle. And I was like, that's not nigga. That's Tay. That shit was that shit ass, bro. That shit was ass, bro. And the I laughed. And niggas and the nigga next to me was like, man, I got rock three up. How, nigga? <laughs> and then when we passed out, he was like, I got rock three up. That was before he got some more, some more food in him because he was clearly delusional. He's still delusional. He probably still got Rock 3 Man, K-Shine came out the first round, killed dude. Oh, yeah. Tay Rock did a little better in the second round, but he still lost. The only round that could be debated is the third round. I just remember the, the, like, he had a cape on his face like Columbine or something like that. And I, was, I, I said out loud, like, ooh, I'm glad white people not, not in here because they would be so hurt at all this, you know, disrespect that's going on. Like, cause to me, I owned the Colin Bar bar. Yeah, but he's white, and I was on like KOD, you know, KOTD, wasn't it? No, it was where you are. It just didn't get shotguns or that. It's oh, yeah. Four. It's Columbine, a white boy's taking a shotgun to school. It's probably yeah, that's just, light. But that's probably Sharon's best bar ever. Eh. But like, I was, I, I, but I was thinking this. I don't, I don't, watch, a lot don't watch a lot of Sharon, do you? Hell no. He yeah. says I'm better than that. Yeah, I mean, he said some good stuff. But like for me, I was wild when I, when he when he said the Columbine line or whatever. I was like, thank God, you know, conservative white people aren't and you know don't know about battle rap. And then I thought about Eight Mile, the battle rap movie that Eminem did, bodied, bodied. And then I, I thought about how they can have a glimpse of battle rap, but that's not that's not a real uh, uh, depiction of it. And then I thought about how battle rap was smacking, uh, how smack. And I'll say Wild and Out are the last two platforms where you can kind of be politically incorrect and get away with it. Like Smack for sure. Like there's no political correctness in Smack. No. Like they letting all types of maggots and all that kind of stuff fly. Mm-hmm. And like on, on Wild and Out, you know, they make fun of the dude for being gay or whatever. And like everybody just roll with it. Like they understand that these are just jokes. But if you used to say that stuff on like Twitter or Facebook or whatever... Cancel. Past day battled a transgender. Really? Called yeah. her battle rap name. 
is no shame. So Tay Rock lost to Kayshawn. <laughs> How about was it? Was it you got three zero in your opinion? I got probably two one possible three zero. I I have Kayshawn three zero. I have Kayshawn getting the first two clear for me. Yeah, yeah, I said the third was better. Yeah, the third was was better, but I edged Kayshawn. I'd have to rewatch it, but the battle of the evening when everybody was there to see. Hold on, before we go to that, I remember like all through Tay Rock rounds, me and Beast Mode looking at each other like this shit really light. It's light. But it, but it, what was say? I'm like that Tay Rock gas in person is even more frustrating. Nigga could have seen any kind of bullshit, bro. Like, ugh, you can just throw anything together, like. Did he say I would put K in the middle of the sky like SKY? Yes. Is that how it went? Yes. Almost walked out when he said that shit. That shit not good. Then he, he did. No, <laughs> he, he did some shit where he was like, "I put one in his top, toupee, give him, give him his flowers while he's living, bouquet, our bouquet or something like that." Yeah. Yeah, he said something like that. He said, like, what was how he did? He, he toupeed. And I'm like, yeah. Didn't see that one coming, my guy. <laughs> Ooh, lyrified water. Ugh. <laughs> and it was a uh, fucking uh, Cass and Goods. Cass and Goods. So at this point, Cass and Goods, you know, they finally getting there. It's like 9.45, 10 o'clock. Boy, I'm, we about destroyed. I'm tired, though. <laughs> All this bad jank weed in the air. Is that definitely made it worse more than anything. Like I was not super hungry, wasn't super thirsty. With that bad smoke, that shit swelled up the corner of my eyelid. That shit just got back to normal. Hey, that bitch was puffy. Wait, so who's in there? So the weed is in there. The weed is all around us. Folks passing around. Da 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 da. And so we leave. I was like, yo, we really was just in there full of weed, and then didn't get no weed. It was looking for weed the day before that. I'm being a man all over again. But my, my thinking was, I didn't get no weed from nobody in Atlanta because right now, Atlanta is a hotbed for STDs. And a I big was, one, too. I refuse. Actually, to, real but, quick, before you go into it, you you know, that HIV, like, they, that's not even like an STD. When you apply for jobs, it's a whole disability. Like, when you HIV look, is, a, is a disability? When you look on the list, when you apply for jobs, disabilities, it goes down, you know, normal stuff, like, you know, multiple sclerosis, that word. Multiple sclerosis? Yep. And all that shit, like, on one it says HIV slash AIDS. That's a, that's a disability? Is asthma on that list? I'm not sure. I ain't read it because I don't know disability. But at the same time. Let me get this straight. I can have asthma and not get to be on a disability list. But you got HIV and not be and be on the disability list. I don't think niggas is gonna <laughs> check that box. Who wants to go into the job and then you manage, you know, like, oh, you're positive you are up here, huh? Neighbors gonna keep opening that door. Yes, and you know, air conditioning in the neighborhood. Anyways, Cassidy and Goods. The battle everybody wanted to see. The battle I knew was going to be great slash waste of time. 
I called it before it happened. I said it on the show. It's going to be Goods 2-1. Goods is going to swag on them in the first. Talk about how how old uh, old Cassidy is in the second. And the third, I'm not going to know. It's just probably going to be the debatable. And Cassidy will come out swinging in the first. And what happened? Cassidy came out like the the shit he did like the the, the melanin shit they play on words and shit. I was like, yeah, that was fire because it's like the first half of Cassidy's first round. That nigga was he was rapping. I was looking at y'all like, oh, yeah, he he his hot take just got even hotter the more Cassidy first round. And I was y'all low key like I'm not even looking at this nigga, bro. Cause he like, I show was like he kept looking, he kept being like, I was like. Fight back! And then the nigga said, and then the fake, that fake ice on your chest will make the swelling go down. That shit was hard. I said, Ooh. but then, it, the decline. Man. He lost it. He, he, he went, he was, he was good. He rapped too long, bro. He should have stopped it at like three and a half minutes. Like, he should have did maybe two more bars. After uh, he said Good's daughter is going to be in the next R. Kelly video type thing. He should have ended it right there. He should have ended with that. Yeah. That should have been ended. He should have ended I don't, it. I don't remember how long it was. So I was just saying if it was too long. I early. sat down. At this point, I, I sat down. He had, he was going a while before he said that. He should have ended his round with that. And then if he would have stopped it right there, it would have been a hard round. And Good's, Good's first round, it was, it was, it was all right. It was very light. It was, but you know, I, I still gave it to Cass. So, um, the but, second but, round, not by the but second round, we were walking out. But the second round, Cass has been bullshit. It just got and worse and worse. Kept, this this is how I knew Cass did. I knew for a fact Cass was going to lose because he just kept rhyming pussy. Like, he did that for about, what, 16 bars? You 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 look like pussy. You came out in pink, like like just kept saying it over and over and oh and like just beat it over the head. Like see, you guys, what that that was one that was gonna be Cassidy's downfall. He was gonna over rap niggas, overdo it, and then what goods do? Came out. You know, I got a diamond ring. Cost me about eleven hundred. It was on sale. I didn't drink no Hennessy while I was on stage. They said they didn't want me to do it. I was like, oh well. It's hot in here. Smack, I need you to turn the AC up. They're like, good. What are you talking about? Nothing. This is what I think about when you niggas rapping. I don't hear you. Bruh. But at that point. Hey, look. I just made all that up. But it sounded like good, didn't it? Right. But the thing is, like. The thing is, is like, you, um. After, after Cass was so bad. Anything good was going to say it was going to hit. Kind of like the DNA and E-Ness battle. E-Ness was so terrible, all DNA had to do was not choke, basically. And he'd be good. Right. Because I don't remember anything DNA said in that battle. Loki, I never remember nothing DNA says bar-wise except machete spray. What's crazy is I've seen a lot of DNA battles. DNA haven't lost a lot of battles. But I do not remember what this nigga be talking about. His wins don't be mattering. He beat Mickey Fax. He beat Twerk. Twerk's a big name. He beat him bad. But I don't remember shit DNA said. 
Well, the thing is, with DNA beating twerk, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. Even so, they don't care. Mike P beat twerk. Clear. Pretty fucking clear. Convincingly. And Mike, Mike P was fucking fired. Yeah, why are we getting JC on card? Hell, JC was damn near on every card last year. He really was. He was on the Strike SM7 Smack Volume 3. Yeah, for No, he wasn't on four. He battled Ham on three. And then at the beginning of the year, he might have been on the, the volume at the beginning of that year. He, I don't remember all the events, but he was on a lot of events last year. Okay. And he was on Born Legacy 6 like a week before Resolution. Okay. I'm just thinking like, so with Houston coming up, so Houston, you got the card pulled up. I know it by heart. Arsenal, Av, Kayshawn, Nitty, Lux, Verb, Jack Boy, John John, Peste, and Shug, Geechee, and Surf. Pull it up again because I'm not going to remember because I want, you know, before me, I know, I know we X amount of weeks out, but I want to get your hot takes now. You pull it okay, while you pull that up, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, Check the audio, make sure everything's still cold and steady. Yeah, we rocking, you know. I figure we get the fans a little bit longer since we, you know, left them hanging last week. It's a whole part we can cut out. That one part where y'all had to bring me back. I mean, if I had the capability, I would. <laughs> I was like, fuck. You know what? I was really, so I was thinking about that afterwards. I was like, dang, I missed an opportunity. I did not stay here to hear y'all chew each other out. Get to the point. Uh, Swear I'm out. <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna get a gun. And I'm gonna suck it. I'm gonna fuck it off. Yeah, bitches. Believe that. <laughs> yeah, bitches. Believe that. Say what you want about R. Kelly, but Chapman Clause is great. Alright. I'm not sorry. Is this still going or did you cut it? Alright, we still going. Uh, we did, uh, in the midst of our, uh, you know, lack of recording, we, you know, we missed, you know, paying our, you know, paying our respect and condolences to John Singletary. Uh, R.I.P. to him, you know, sad to lose such a great director. You know, he directed some of the greatest movies of our, our, our generation of our time, you know, Baby Boy, Boys in the Hood. Uh, what's another one? Shit, Baby Boy, Boys in the Hood, <laughs> Baby Boy. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, would he do Menace Society too? No, that's the Hughes Brothers. Alright. And they got beat up by Tupac. Real? Remember, he had something to them on the street. They said something to them. He said something to Pac and, uh, he was talking, uh, he had an MTV interview going at them. And then he, like, on the street and beat them up. Like, they got to remember that. So I had, so I'm, we, I'm, this is be the last thing we're going to wrap this show up. You know, we, we've been going a minute, but we wanted to make sure we gave y'all a lucrative show. You know, thank y'all for rocking with us, you know, all these weeks. Make sure y'all hit the favorite tab. So for whatever reason, we was on the phone talking about beefs early the other day. And so I went through and just watched the first three beef series on YouTube. And so I'm watching it. What's the same one? I don't even know it was different. 
It's the same one. I think it's like more karmas now, like beef five, six, seven. Like ain't mm-hmm. nobody. I don't think nobody really beefing like that. Ain't nobody beefing like they used to be. So like I was watching in KRS one. This was I think like early two thousand. But he said back then, like every year he goes and looks at the top ten MCs and whoever the top, just know I got bars ready for you right now. And so I was like, I wonder if he still got that same energy. I was thinking that. Like, just think you can get a KRS-One diss to Kendrick Lamar. I don't want no parts of that. No one wants to hear KRS-One today. Not casuals. For those who know, know, but you didn't get watched by a 13-year-old. Roxanne. So. You remember that? I wouldn't say watch, though. I'm just exaggerating. <laughs> I'm about to say, because I watched it, she was like, why you call me out of that? He was like, I, 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 I got caught up. And just, I don't. I'm she like, like, she was like in her living room. It's the R-O-S-A-N-N-E. Like, and I was like, she said, your name sound like a whack-ass radio station. Wow. <laughs> she really did. I was, I was hurt by that one. <laughs> Bruh, so in her, so what, uh, during her, her segment of the beef, uh, beef interview, she said that when she got her record deal, they had in, the con- in her contract that they would pay for her to go to, go to school. And so she was in high school at the time. You know, they said, well, but she's just going to go high school, drop out, you know, get a GED, blah, blah, blah. She's not going to go to college. She went through and got them niggas for a PhD. Which was dope. I saw that. She stayed in college. Up until she's a doctor now. She has a doctorate. Dang. Hit them niggas for $175,000 in education. Because she said the nigga sound like a white ass radio station. She's a doctor. That's dope as She said, I don't need no royalty checks. I'm a doctor. That's dope as fuck, bro. Man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm in the show before we have to, you know, talk about how tragic your boy's album was, so. You know, that's the one kind of drawn out, though. I, like, I, I, I like the energy we had during the, you know, discussing the battle rap stuff. Oh, yeah. That was good. We know what we talked about. This yeah. nigga Logic said he'd suck a dick just to prove it ain't that way. Is this your king? Why? And what are you proving? I ain't gonna lie. So I so I watched so I watched the donkey today with Charlamagne talking about Logic because in, in the song Clickbait, that's what he said. And I'm, I'm with Charlamagne in the sense that Logic kind of panders. Like before. So Logic was doing this thing. You know, he was like rapping, rap, rap, rapping up until one eight hundred. No, even before that, it was everybody. I don't know what happened. What what, what happened that got Logic on this on this train? What you mean? White money? Not even white money. Just like what? Like he 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 went from just like talking about rap and the rap lifestyle to being very. Cognizant of the fact that he is light skinned biracial, and then that you know moving towards the mental health thing and then the one eight hundred song, and then once that one eight hundred song hit, that's a he got a whole totally different audience. Oh yeah, you think you're worried about us? Oh no, but see that, but that's what Charlamagne say. Like when the last time you seen Logic on like on a, on a black platform? I ain't seen Logic on ninety seven. I ain't seen him at Big Boy. You know, he ain't gonna sit Wendy Williams, Nick Cannon. Oh, his come up, he was on all of that stuff, but now? Like, since everybody, like, since everybody, I ain't seen Logic around, like, black folks. 
Well, it's it's like under pressure, very good. Incredible, Incredible true story. story. I thought that one was very good. Mm-hmm. Every album after that, it might be a few songs on each one of them I, I like. Like the, so, it's Bobby Tantino albums or mixtapes? Because even when he did Sinatra Four, well, his last Sinatra, I, I did like Sinatra Four. The last Sinatra was, you know, all right, maybe he's getting back to it. Yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, he getting back to you know what what he do. Even that Keanu was like, okay, he getting back to it. No. That song with Eminem was hot, was high garbage. It's a lot of syllables. Niggas just rapping fast, bro. A lot of syllables. Was that the one Eminem said something like, um, I'm like, I'm still a big wheel now, just give my big wheel now, I got money now, I'm running No, 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 the niggas, it was something, it was like, uh, uh, a horny shepherd or something. Fuck what you heard. Nah, that wasn't on that song. That, that nigga in and said some shit like I'm, I'm driving a Porsche, getting a divorce from Harrison Ford. I'm like, no, that wasn't. No, no, that wasn't him. No, no, that was Chris Delay. That was a dude at the end. That's Chris Delay. That shit happened. I told him that video. He said, he said, where's Ford driving Porsche? He said, way too many napkins. Napkins. That's Chris Delay, and that's funny. Nah, I was with that, but the rest of that, because I'm a Lupe fan, and I, I'm willing to admit whenever Lupe, you know, he's got some mid, like that jogger's light, and with some mid, and what he's talking about, but like, I feel like he's, he's the hand done, he didn't do a 180 like Logic's done, Logic completely left rap, I, feel like- I ain't heard Logic say rap pack and four albums. Yeah, that's when he like had like. See, the thing is, if you turn on a Logic song and, and somewhere in there it don't be like Sinatra, you know you're not gonna like the song. You're not lying. Or if it don't be like you, 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 the little thing that be in his song. Yeah, that's that's like his version of Lil Wayne's doing the lighter Sinatra. Like if you turn a Logic song on and you hear you, you or Sinatra. It's, it's more than likely gonna be a good track, but these days, man, I'm just looking shaky, baby. Like, what was Eminem's last album? That Kamikaze or whatever, where yeah. he was pretty much, I guess, he was a dissing. He was he he making, was he, making he, fun of how all the new rappers rap. I mm-hmm. feel like this was a failed attempt that Logic trying to do that. Yeah, I this was his KOD. Like this, this was his KOD. He tried to do what J. Cole did and he tried to make fun of the kids. But also tried to, again, pander to the socially awkward and the kids who just want to be famous. Like, it's very, it's very pandering. Like the song, uh, yeah, it, was, it was clickbait. You're awesome. You're, you're, you are awesome. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. He does that the whole, then it's like, there's a way to have a message without pandering and watering down your your music. And that's what he used to have, like, un- Under Pressure. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite albums, like, all time. Like, his uh, first album, Under Pressure. Like, I can put Under Pressure on and just let let it play. What's the only, what's the album you can play without skipping, Beast? Uh, like... Yeah, it's a pimp butterfly. I can play that. Under pressure was that for you? Under pressure, Illmatic, uh, Resurrection, uh, kind of 
Mm-hmm. Resurrection. Um, Play KOD. No skips. I skip KOD. Yeah, I skip some songs. Actually, I can play those. 2014 Ford Seals Drive. I can let that play. Okay, I can let that play. I can let that play. I'll I was play. under pressure, but I skip Nikki every time. You know what? You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't too much care for, for Nikki, but I don't skip it. I skip it because it, it it goes off the energy of the whole album. It the rest really of the album, do. the rest of the album's all happy, like happy, balanced, fast rap, and you listen to it. And I think Metropolis is right before. Yeah. And it's like that's the one where the song where he was at the end. He's like talking about uh, you talking about from um, Donnie Dargo. I don't know that song. Oh my god! Like like. <laughs> So then, after that, Nikki comes on, and then Mo just comes in and sad, like, dun, like, and after that, like, it's like bounce. I think driving Miss Daisy with Charles Gambino after that or something, like. I just felt like, yeah, he could have left Nikki off of there, but for the most part, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I drew a blank. Also, it's twelve o'clock. Megan hours. That's what's wrong. I'll tell you now. For me, as soon as I get home, oh, we know. I got past. I got past the part I was stuck on on God of War. So now we in there. Now I can get to go. Almost hit. Oh, we good. Your elbow popped when you did that. Get off me. All right, we keep dragging this on. I'm not going to. This has been a Back to Class podcast. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Peace.